Well, hello everyone and welcome back to Gigi. That's me in the 561. Wow, we are into September and what September used to mean to me, well, a couple of things <laughs> in my life, but one being that school always started the day after Labor Day. Now, Labor Day is next Monday. And school has way already started for most kids, but it shouldn't. And I will stay on my soapbox about that forever when it comes to September in school. It's still hot in September in a lot of places where kids have to play football and, and things like that. So anyway, here we, here we are in September. And Gary and I, for many years, many, many years, had... We both love classic movies. I have always loved them since I was introduced to them uh, as a, a person growing up. And then, um, actually, I'm not sure if Gary was a fan, to be honest, uh, that much before we've been together, but we've been together forever, and so forever <laughs> that I've known him. He he is a fan. Not to the extent that I am, but he still loves classic movies. So... For many years, every Labor Day, at some point in the evening we or day, we would watch a movie called Picnic. Picnic is a movie about a picnic, a Labor Day picnic in, I think, Kansas or some of the, you know, the flyover states. <laughs> and it has a wonderful cast. Uh, it's, it's very well done. It's dated a bit because of the, you know, uh, its color, but it's, uh, the fashions are, uh, are not necessarily, they don't hold up that well like in some classic movies, but it's a, it's a really good film. It has Cliff Robertson, Rosalind Russell, uh, an amazing cast, but the two people that that made the movie in a in a way that's different than what you would think. Kim Novak and William Holden. The weak link in the uh, Susan Strasberg is in it, by the way, if you if you know who she is. Kim Novak is the weak link in all the stellar, absolutely magnificent cast. And she Kim Novak was in some movies that I like. Bell Booking Candle is another one with with uh, Kim Novak. But again, she had Jimmy Stewart, um, Jack Lemmon, an amazing group around her, Elsa Lanchester. But in Picnic, she is definitely the weak link in the cast as far as her acting goes. However, for me, the brilliant scene in the film there are many of them, but the truly brilliant scene is the dance sequence. And I've talked about that before on podcast, I'm pretty sure. But um, where uh, it's at the picnic, it's night falls, and they're dancing to Moon Glow. Now, that is one scene where Kim Novak really does shine. She owns that scene because you can tell in dance, if you study dance, and I have uh, been in dance a big part of my life, there was something called extension. It's where you your legs 
and your your arms reach out as far as you can. You extend your body. And you can tell by the way William Holden holds his body in general. He is he he is not as comfortable in the scene as she is, it seems. But she is, and there's a point in the in the dance sequence where if you've studied dance, you you see it immediately where she holds the beat and he is about to break the beat and she knows it's early and she and he starts to move and she holds him she prevents him from doing that but the whole the whole as a dancer i loved that part but as a whole scene it is so sexy and they are they are totally touching only in the form of hands and as needed for the dance and it is absolutely the lighting production of that is so sexy so i don't know if we'll watch picnic again this year we've kind of fallen out the last couple of years of watching it but if you've ever seen the movie really pay close attention to the dance sequence where it had to be moon glow and it is just brilliant um when did Crocs come back? <laughs> when did Crocs come back? You know, the shoes, Crocs, they were all the, the rage. And then they died out because people began to say negative things about them. And But now they're back. Crocs are back. And you know what? That's a shame. <laughs> I, I, I saw some yesterday and I went on a man. And, and um, they're supposed to be super comfortable. Uh, someone gave Gary, they sent him a pair um, of Crocs, and not to be ungrateful. This wasn't anyone that uh, we were close to or anything like that. But um, yeah, it's like, no, you can't wear those. They're, they're too, it's hard enough on men to, to find really snazzy <laughs> footwear, but to wear Crocs is just a crying shame. I, I Again, I guess they're comfortable, and if your feet need them, I'm not judging people. I don't care. You know, I wear what I want to, and I don't want to be judged, and so someone sent me a thing yesterday, a TikTok thing that I loved. It's like, because I subscribe to it, you know, what should you not wear, and I'm paraphrasing, after the age of 40, the opinion of others, <laughs> and man, oh man, do I believe that. So I, I thanked him for sending that to me. Um, so no judgment if you wear them, but for me personally, I just, I think they're fashion uh, affront. Speaking of old movies, let's talk about quiche a little bit. Gary and I love quiche. Uh, the little mini ones with as appetizers with cocktails, they're so good and they're so perfect. And they're hand food and you, you know, don't have to worry about it. And back in the day, when quiche was really became the rage in this country, um, I made uh, from scratch quiche Lorraine. It was the only kind of quiche that, that was the rage at that time. And then quiche went all over the map. And then it fell from grace again. But it n- never has for me. The worst quiche I ever had was at a well-known restaurant almost this time last year in Key West. It was It was truly like four inches no, truly, at least five inches high. That's not the way you make quiche. And it was so strong with cheese. And I'm a cheesy person, but 
yeah, it was it was not good and it was expensive and I, I should have returned it. I didn't. I don't like to do that in restaurants. I am really funny about restaurants. I, I know it's fine. It's fine. Because truth of the matter is I'm not going to eat anything if I send the food back that they bring back. I won't eat it anyway because I know it could have been on the floor. It could have been God knows. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'll eat when I get home and I'll never come back to this restaurant. But uh, Keish Lorraine... Quiche in general, we did some, Gary did some research on it when he and I were discussing it last night over cocktails when we were having little mini quiches. You know, how far back does it go? Of course, the, you know, once it became popular, then it had to be slammed. Real men don't eat quiche. Well, that's BS. That's stupid. That's just people trying to, to, to say, don't eat quiche. Yeah. Uh, because it's popular. Let's drag it. Let's drag it. But the first time that Keish really, um, in looking back at old movies, one day it, it dawned on me in the movie, the Hitchcock movie, To Catch a Thief, where Cary Grant in his beautiful French mountaintop uh, domicile is serving Keish to the inspector. Cary Grant's role is like he was a cat burglar, supposedly. He's serving him Keith Lorraine. Now, that movie we checked last night was made in 1955. So, people in this country that watched that movie were exposed to Keith Lorraine as early as 1955. Why didn't it catch on? Did, he, did people not realize that that was a real dish that Cary Grant was serving? Oh, um, it's funny. It's really funny how food comes and goes and is popular and is not popular. And then there's food that stays popular forever. The things that, that both Gary and I, our parents made, just, you know, plain cooking. As a matter of fact, Gary has interviewed many chefs in many sorts of situations. And the funny thing about them, almost exclusively, almost every single one of them, when when he will ask them their favorite foods or, or what do they like to make when they're home, if they do cook when they're home, that sort of thing. Almost all of them will say simple, simple foods, home style cooking, you know, the basics. It's almost all of them will say that. And, and I think that's really interesting. But keep on eating quiche if you like it. Keep on making it if you make it from scratch because... Is there anything better than just a whole bunch of cheese and egg and bacon and whatever you want to put in there? It's all over the map. Keep on keeping on. And people in this country could have been making quiche in 1955. Maybe they did. I don't know. I don't know. One thing that in all of the lockdown and stuff that, that we've had to change our our uh, going out and our and we're still trying to be really cautious. Flavor Palm Beach, uh, com- kind of like restaurant weeks that we just went through here in the Palm Beach. It starts, it will start next week. So we already have a couple restaurants that, that we're targeting for next week for Flavor Palm Beach. What that is, you, uh, you go to different restaurants and, and uh, they have a fixed price menu and you go for it that way. It's really fun or it can be, or it can be disaster depending. Um, but uh, during uh, the, the 
the change that we've had to make by not traveling and, and so forth, uh, you realize that you do things that you perhaps would not have done previously. What I have never subscribed to, I'm not, I'm not very much on saying, oh, that sounds like fun. I will do that next year. And I have reasons for that as to why I, I, I am that way. Um, because right now, this moment when I'm podcasting to you, it's where I am. And, and uh, today, we'll go along and, and uh, I think I'll do this or that. But I'm not very much. And Gary is a, a great planner of trips and things uh, because you have to. Um uh, Book, book rooms, book travel modes of travel, that sort of thing. Of course, of course. But we tend to, neither of us, go, hey, you know what? Next year, two years from now, we're going to do X. It's like if it comes to us and we think that sounds fun and we're we capable of doing it in one way or another, we're going to do it. We're going to go ahead and do it as as much as we can. As much as we can, I, 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 I said, you know, we have our reasons for that. It's like, um, what can we do today? What can we do to make this this great? So I'm not very big. As a matter of fact, I'm very anti bucket list. If you do them, more power to you. Uh, in, enjoy doing that. It can be fun. Um, we have things in our heads that, of course, places we'd like to go. One place we'd like to go is Crete. Will we ever get there? I don't know, but we don't put it on a list. It's just in our mind that we just we don't have a list, um, and we never will have a list of that nature. Of yeah, there are things in the back of your mind. You go, hey, you know, there's a there's a train in the uh, kind of in the west in the the um, mid range of the country, but but more to the more to the west. Uh, that that's in our heads. So, you know, hey, sometime we may do it, we may not. But to to go, I have this bucket list and I'm checking it off. No, I'm not checking anything off. You know, I'm, live. It's it's uh, it's kind of like a, if you know the song by J Lo, the incredibly sexy, talented J Lo. Uh, Let's get loud. Love that song. Um, she says, uh, you know, I've got this life and I'm gonna live it. Something like that. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of as long as you can, baby. As long as you can. Manatee Lagoon is now open here in the Palm Beaches for the outside area. It's a beautiful facility. And unfortunately, it was not open when we had guests visit us in May. Many things weren't. And I think it was kind of hard for our guests to understand after a, over a year of trying to get our feet back on the ground about What's open? What do we still enjoy doing? I had to say many times, the last time we were there was great. We haven't been there, so we can't tell you how good or bad it is We, we because we don't know. Many things were, still were not open in May, and so makes it hard, you know. But Manatee, and Manatee Lagoon is one of them. It's a free facility, and it is absolutely spectacular. I love the gentle giants of manatees. The outdoor area just reopened yesterday and I'm so happy about that for myself and for kids because uh, it's only the outside area but apparently they have added 
some pretty cool sounding things for the outside area. Uh, they now have a solar pavilion shaded picnic area. I love that. I'm going to do a picnic there. Maybe today. Uh, they have two solar trees, uh, it, which feature uh, an educational augmented reality 3D exhibit, tropical grounds, and there are, uh, there are these great views of Lake Worth Lagoon. So you can you can now visit Manatee Lagoon again, and I'm very excited about that. And I'm going to see if Gary wants to do a picnic today at Manatee Lagoon. So, um, whatever you do, do it today. <laughs> if you can, whatever it is. You wake up, you think you want to do it, do it today. I tend to uh, be sporadic in many things that I do. I am working on this uh, talking book called Cora, and I received a wonderful email yesterday from from someone who I, I won't name, but who said she's very engaged in Cora, and I have uh, four chapters done. I'm going to continue to work on it. It's just me talking the story, and it's out there on our website, northpalmbeachlife.com. So sporadically, I will be adding chapters to Cora if it's there. All of the podcasts are there, as well as, as you know, on Amazon now, yay, um, iTunes, many, many other platforms. So I hope you'll find me somewhere. Please visit northpalmbeachlife.com. See what's going on there. Gary keeps it easy. Lots of photos, very easy stuff. There's a search bar. You can type in anything you want to know, and it'll guide you right to it. He is also on All Things Cruise, writing about travel. That's another website that's not ours, but he writes for them. You can find him there. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. So is Gary. Thank you for visiting, listening in. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> and Gigi, that's me in the 561. Stay tuned.